right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's February the 4th of 2021. Thanks for getting up and starting your day with us. I'm a little confused. I was about to say, you sounded a little confused. What day is it? I don't even know anymore. I thought all day on, uh, what day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday, That it was Wednesday. So Mm -hmm. I've been a day off all week. Yeah. So everything that I was, I was trying to work ahead. I don't know what's been going on, but anyway, today is National Optimist Day. Oh, I will not be participating. Yeah, she's been out on that for about the last, (laughs) I don't know, seven or eight years. Oh, hush. National Homemade Soup Day. Mm, Okay. When's the last time you made soup? Uh, This weekend, this past weekend. What'd you make? Just vegetable beef stew. That's what my kids like it. Does chili count as soup or is it not a soup? Ooh, it's a hearty soup. Is it? There's not a whole lot of soupy in there. I don't know. Some people's chili is kind of soupy. Kind of runny? Yeah. You like the runny chili no. or you like the thick chili? Thick, hearty chili. All right. It's also National Thank a Mail Carrier Day today. Oh. Especially those who have to walk in the cold, those who yeah. actually deliver up to the house and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because that's brutal. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some friends who do that. Uh, National Hemp Day. Hmm. National Create a Vacuum Day. What is that? That's probably... That's probably some type of scientific thing, like some type of experiment thing. Yeah, I bet that sucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's also National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Yes. So as a former physical education teacher, you were kind of right there in that alley. Yeah. You were an athlete as a child. I was as yeah. a child. Thank you for clarifying. Well, yeah. Let's I, just I no longer, I can barely walk now. Uh, basketball, were you basketball? Basketball, track, tennis, softball. Like volleyball? No, we didn't have that. You didn't? Not at that time. Do they have volleyball in Wynn, Arkansas now? Yeah, So you can go do. play? Sure. All right, my wife was a big volleyball I star. I know she was. She's always wanted to challenge me to a game where we get teams. And I would want her to be against you because I have seen her jump and spike the ball, and it and it sounds like um, like it's loud and yeah. if it hit you uh, it would knock you out i'd be dead no it would be the greatest moment ever and hopefully it'd be on video i did a celebrity volleyball game one time uh, at a school against a volleyball team mm-hmm. and it was my turn to serve and oh. i didn't really understand what to do no. so my fear was i was going to throw the ball up and i was going to miss it right mm. so i didn't really understand that you were supposed to kind of do the overhand type of serve most of the time so I did the underhanded. Basically, I balled my fist right next to my mm-mm, side. Mm-mm. And when that ball went up in the air, I skyrocketed that sucker. And I hit it as hard as I could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll never forget the moment because I felt like the biggest loser on yeah, the planet. Because, because I, you were. I hit it hard. Yep. And it went all the way up and hit the, the deal, the time box thing, the mechanical thing above the net. Where you can see the score. I guess it's called a scoreboard. And I rocketed that thing right to the scoreboard and it shot down as fast as it possibly could. And I bet it didn't even go on the right side. It came back on your side Boom! still. I was like, yeah, how about that? Take that. Yeah, but all the girls were like, oh, he's terrible. The worst ever. Yeah, they were upset that you were there. It's one of those moments I wanted to just kind of slink away. Yeah. Because people kind of laughed. And I remember as a kid mm-hmm. when I would do things that were athletic and people would laugh. And that never felt good. <laughs> How did it feel then? In my adulthood, uh, not so good either. <laughs> Some things never change. Hey, I want to talk about embarrassing moments as we go Ooh. throughout the show this morning. So 
You'll probably have about uh, the rest of the show to do that. Yeah, you're right. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2007, and Rodney Adkins had the number one song in country music on this day. Well, in my four-year-old set of four-letter words, Uh-oh. it started with S, and I was concerned. So I said, son, now where'd you learn to talk like that? You know where he learned it? He said, I've been watching you. Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo. I want to be like you and eat all my food and grow as tall as you are. Cowboy boots and camo pants Yeah, we're just alike Hey, ain't we that? I wanna do everything you do So I've been watching It's Rodney Atkins at 07 We got back home and I went to the barn Bowed my head and I prayed real hard. Said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self. The next side of bedtime later that night, turning on my son Scooby Doo night light. He crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees. He closed his little eyes, folded his little hands. Spoke to God like he was talking to a friend And I said, son, now where'd you learn to pray like that? Oh yeah! He said, I've been watching you, Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food and grow as tall as you are We like fixing things and holding mama's hand, yeah like, hey, ain't we bad? I want to do everything you do. So I've been watching you. It's Rodney Atkins from 2007. With tears in my eyes, I wrapped him in a hook. Said my little bear is growing up. And he said, but when I'm big, I'll still know what to do. Cause I've been watching you, Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food and grow as tall as you are By then I'll be strong as Superman We'll be just like, hey, won't we, Dad? When I can do everything you do Cause I've been watching you Kids are watching everything we're doing as parents, man. Uh-oh. Brandon. <laughs> I might need to ask some of this. <laughs> Rodney Atkins, watching you. It was number one on this day in 2007. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And of course, as always, y'all Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. So reports are claiming 
that Kim and Kanye are no longer speaking and they are preparing for a divorce. So supposedly it's mutual. It's mutual. And if Kim doesn't file the papers soon, they're saying that Kanye will step in and do it. There's still no official word, but now we have a strong hint that Kim and Kanye will move forward because apparently Kanye has moved his shoe collection out of the house. Oh, that is when you know it's over when the shoe collection goes. But it's Kanye. So we're not just talking about like a few pairs of boxes of shoes. Yeah. A source claims he's moved out 500 pairs of Yeezys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Although they did say that he hasn't completely moved out just his shoes. But it does look like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are taking that next step towards divorce and are no longer speaking. And got your gossip on Super Bowl commercials. So, so far, my favorite that I've seen is the one with the Cheetos commercial with Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, and Shaggy. It's real cute, and they're doing the song, It Wasn't Me, but it's like, hey, were you eating the Cheetos? Hey, it wasn't me. It's really cute. Uh, Flat Matthew's pretty good with Matthew McConaughey. But Wayne's World, if you have nostalgia for the 90s and the idea that Wayne and Garth are back in the basement doing their uh, talk show, their local access talk show, uh, and now they're doing this for Uber Eats, and they decided to enlist a big-time celebrity to be a part of this commercial and the celebrity, y'all. Well, it's Cardi B. This local access message is brought to you by Uber Eats. Freeze world! Freeze world! Party time! Excellent! <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Wayne's World. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. As a local <laughs> access show, we want everyone to support local restaurants. But we'd never manipulate you the way all these other commercials do. Yeah, that's really sad. They're showing babies. Totally. We're better than that. <laughs> yeah, we'd never shamelessly rely on a celebrity cameo. Right, Cardi B? Yeah, eat local. <laughs> or jump on the latest trend. TikTok dances. She's funny. Yeah. Woo. Woo. All right. The gag reel, like of them just in there talking, like those two men just being around Cardi, because she's just oh, she's yeah, and she's funny, and it's really (laughs) funny to see them all together. Anyway, I'll put that up on my social media here in a second, so it's going to be on Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning, and on Twitter, Brandon on B B I T M. Gotcha gossip on Alex Rodriguez. So he he's taken by Jennifer Lopez, but he's had some rumors going on recently about him. And this time it stems from this woman named Madison LaCroix, who is a star on the reality show Southern Charm. And it's a really super popular show on Bravo. So in a recent Southern Charm reunion that aired, Madison was accused of getting friendly with an unidentified married ex-Major League Baseball player, and the alleged man in question was A-Rod. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but a source says that Alex has never met or been in contact with Madison, despite the claims that she had been FaceTiming with A-Rod. But here's another little tidbit about Madison. She's also had connections with Jay Cutler, who recently split, uh, split from his wife, Kristen Cavallari. So Southern Charm fans are loving it. Of course, there's tons of drama, but now A-Rod and J-Lo, I doubt that they're enjoying... Uh, the rumors too much. I'm trying to figure out who she is. She's really, really pretty. No, she is pretty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. But I don't yeah. think I'd want to be the one who was trying to cross Jennifer Lopez. Uh, no. Just a heads up there, mm-hmm. Madison. And got you gossip on Chrissy Teigen. She talks about the most expensive the most expensive thing she ever bought unintentionally. She says she was at a restaurant with John Legend and they were asking about the wine menu and the waiter recommended this one Cabernet. I'm like, okay, sure, that sounds good. Bring it on over. He never mentioned the price of the Cabernet. 
when they got the bill, the Cabernet was thirteen thousand uh-huh. dollars. Yeah, and she's like, "What waiter recommends a thirteen thousand dollar bottle of wine?" A waiter that's serving John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm telling you, <laughs> nine bucks. That's what I'll pay for a bottle of wine. <laughs> right. I will. Or if it's a box, it might be twenty one. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, that's where I tap. You can get like forty glasses for twenty bucks. That's a heck of a deal. <laughs> and of course, every morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Probably great advice for everybody watching the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday <laughs> is make sure you have plenty of water to go with it, stay hydrated. Because a lot of people enjoy, you know, some festivities and activities and Yeah, you were telling me that you're one of those people. No, you know, I, th- I think this year I'm not going to have any beverages with my Super Bowl party. I'd just like to sit there and maybe have hot water. chocolate. Yeah, hot chocolate water, something like that. Apple cider. Uh, yeah. Isn't that a drink? Yeah, that's what I thought. That hot. Is it? What's it called? Warm apple cider? <laughs> hot apple cider. Is it called? No. Hot is it? apple cider. What's in that? Apples no, and there's, cider. There's, some, there's something more there. I'm not really exactly sure. So a lot of people are going to be watching the Super Bowl. Of course, many football fans, people who watch all the games, much like I do. But there's also a lot of co- the uh, casual fans who are going to watch. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to people kind of like, hey, why do non-football fans watch football on the Super Bowl day, right? Oh. Because you don't spend the rest of the year investing in it. So why are you so excited to watch it on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, they're asking people like me. Yeah, you'll watch, right? Yeah. How many football games have you seen this year outside of... Maybe an Arkansas State game. Maybe the one right before this one. Good. Yeah. So you've watched a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You've really been invested. I have. They say the number one reason that non-football fans watch the Super Bowl is just the atmosphere. And it's kind of different this year probably than most years as far as atmosphere. Yeah. The CDC said, hey, maybe it's not a good idea to have big parties at your house and all that and have all your friends over to celebrate. Yeah. Well, this year it's definitely not the atmosphere for me. Like yeah. That's not what I'm excited about. Number two on the list is a get-together with family and friends, which, again, the CDC would be like, no, don't do that. Because they're saying COVID numbers are dropping, but they're worried that the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl parties could be like a super spreader event. Uh, They say the social factor. So basically all those things kind of come in together. Uh, Some people say they watch the Super Bowl to learn about the sport. And I'm just going to tell you, if you are watching football with somebody on Super Bowl Sunday and you're asking what's going on, you are not going to be the most popular person in the house. Yeah, they're not going to like you. What are they doing? So why did he run that way? Oh, yeah. Why don't they just throw it? Now, which team has the ball? Oh, my gosh. They say some people like it for the adrenaline, of course, in the conversations about uh, uh, the next day. Because so many people talk about the Super Bowl and what happened in the commercials in the halftime the next day. You almost have to watch so you don't feel like you're left out. Yeah. They also say a lot of people like it for the food. Mm-hmm. So. Are you going to prepare food? You know, I don't know what my menu is going to be just yet because hmm. I, like, I don't want to do the standards every single time, but they're so good. Like yeah. I typically go, OK, let's do some queso, maybe some chili in the queso. Let's do some wings. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, sausage balls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what I do. A cheese platter. Yeah. What are those new plates you want to do? You've never tried one, but you want to do those want plates. You just to say the word that you know I can't say. No, I can't remember what they're called. Charcuterie board. You want to eat a charcuterie board. I don't want to eat one, but I do like what they display on them. What goes on a charcuterie board? All kinds of stuff. And the people that can make them really well, you're just like, you look at it. It's almost like you don't want to take anything off of it because it's like a work of art. But who makes them? Like there's a company that makes them? No, you make them yourself. Oh, you make them yourself. There's just some people that are really good at it. 
Like I've seen some of those on social media, and it's typically girls who post it. Most guys aren't showing photos of their charcuterie, charcuterie boards. See, it's hard. You, you should have. We should have a um, a, a challenge. For you and I, this weekend, uh-huh. we have to buy a charcuterie board, yeah, and we have to post our own charcuterie like spread, and then people can vote. Is it a special board, or can I use my cutting board? Well, sure. You know what? You use whatever board you want to use. Yeah. So, can I put salami on there? Sure. Ham? Yeah. Pepperonis? Listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your charcuterie board. Olives? Sure. You like olives? Yeah. Which olives you like better, Both. black or green? Oh, green. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. anyway, I might even try to do a charcuterie board this weekend. If I can say it, I can do it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you've ever been to Kelly's house, you probably realize her refrigerator smells really bad. You're like, what, what? is what? that? This is how we're going to start off the morning. Okay. No, you invited us over one time for uh-huh. a UFC watch party, right. and we never went back after we smelled mm-hmm. the fridge. Right. Because you didn't even have to open it. Oh, wow. Must have been really bad. I don't remember what it was, though. Every once in a while, I'll put stuff up because I don't want to throw stuff away. If I bought it, I'm going to save it as long as I possibly can. Right. Or if you have leftovers, you're like, someone's going to eat that. That's right. 100%. Or, you know, it's going to go back to the fridge. So sometimes I'll open the fridge and let's see, I'll say, what is that smell? And I'm like, I don't know. And I close it. You know, it's like, "Eh, I'll find it later. Or how about you find it? Yeah, right. (laughs) If you're really that inquisitive, it's not bothering me that much. They say on average, it takes five weeks of something being bad before it really starts to smell. So think about that. When your fridge is stinking, that (laughs) stuff could be over five weeks old. Uh, They say two-thirds of people have more leftovers in the fridge right now than they normally would. hmm. And I noticed that, like, uh, you know, after we went through some of the family stuff that we went through early in the month of January. So many people provided food. Yeah. And I didn't want to throw any of it away because it was kind and generous and stuff like that. I would open up the refrigerator and there was styrofoam box after styrofoam Uh box. I'm like, we don't have like any room to put anything because Uh of all these boxes of stuff that I'm trying to keep. So the things that annoy us the most about forgotten things in the food in the fridge are basically like me. People don't want to waste food. Number two, people don't want to clean it up. Mm hmm. So And I get that, too, because if something has been in like a a Pyrex dish or something like that for five or six weeks, Mm -mm. when you open that up and it looks like you've grown a Chia Pet out of your like cheese dip, (laughs) yeah, it's it's freaking awful. Mm -hmm. We had uh, an outside fridge in our last house, and every once in a while, if if the main fridge was too full, I would take stuff to the outside fridge. Stuff meaning... Like, here's a thing of chili or pinto beans or oh, something. Okay. Like, pinto beans where I make it with my ground beef. And I realized as we were moving, I needed to clean out that fridge, and there were a couple of uh, pots and pans in there that still Mm-mm. had stuff in it. Kelly, they were probably months old. Mm-mm. My wife was like, throw it away. Just throw it away. It was that bad. Yeah. You know Mm-mm. what I did? I dumped it down the sink and I cleaned them. <laughs> She was afraid that like Y'all bacteria were get sick. Yeah, bacteria would stay in there no matter how many times we washed it. But I wasn't going to throw it away. You know, I paid for that pot and pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if that food stayed in there for five or six weeks, I'm not going to throw it away. That's gross. How often do you clean your fridge? Uh, probably, probably once every two weeks. Like is when it starts like, you know, people have like spilled some orange juice mm-hmm. or whatever. 
kind of wipe it down and you stuff. You ever kept a fruit or a vegetable in there so long that it started to go bad and turn mushy and then yes. it got stuck to stuff? Uh-huh. Because I not... didn't see it. Like it was back behind yeah. something and then all of a sudden. And like when people have to go into the fridge and try to find something, it's like, you know, the sniffing test. They're like going through everything and they're having to. Oh. Yes. It's gross. So don't feel bad if your fridge stinks a little bit because it is normal. Uh, Kelly lives mm-hmm. up to it on a regular basis. <laughs> But anyway, it is normal, and a lot of people just throw away the dishes. Me, on the other hand, heck no, man. If I paid for it, it doesn't matter if I paid six bucks for it. I ain't throwing it away. It's mine. I bought it. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 37-year-old woman in Connecticut took her truck out to a parking lot during a big snowstorm a couple of days ago to do the only logical thing, rip some sweet donuts. What? But she lost control, and her truck fell into the icy harbor next to the lot. Oh, god! So the fire department had to rescue the woman, and a guy who was with her in the truck was with her, and the rescue took about an hour. As the truck slowly sank into the ice, the guy that was with her was totally submerged for 15 seconds before the dive crews were able to rescue him. They could have died. I know. That's crazy. Submerged in the icy water. So the guy was taken to the hospital for treatment. But the woman refused, and she was charged with reckless operation. <laughs> Speaking of doing donuts in the snow, how do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? <clears throat> Kelly, I have no idea. How would you find Will Smith? Follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> you liked it. No, I did not. <laughs> and there's even more I proof don't. that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we go. It's time to get up and get moving. Welcome to Thursday morning. My name's Brandon. I'm Kelly. Y'all, and as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. There's a new viral sensation out. It's one of those optical illusions, the avocado. I have it up on my Instagram story, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Instagram, if you want to go and check it out. Kelly, pull it up. It's on my story. All right. When you see the avocado, the woman in Australia is asking, does it have a seed? I termed it, does it have a pit or no pit? Because yes. I think here in America, we call it a pit. Yes. So you know the big thing in the middle of the avocado, you have to cut yep. around it? Yes, I'm looking at it. What do you see, pit or no pit? I see, I'm going to say it's a it's a no pit. You see a no pit? See, yes. I see a pit. Really? I believe it's there. I believe it's a big old pit that you have to pull out of the avocado. I think it's... Um, just an illusion that looks like the pit because it was the impression of the other side of the pit. No, I get it. And it's lighter than the normal pit. You think it is? I think so. Huh. I didn't really think about it like that. But it look because I've seen them, you know, you can have the imprint in there. But to me, it looks like the pit's there. Anyway, it's up on, uh, she, she's fascinated. It's up on my Instagram story, Brandon Baxter in the morning. You've already voted? Yeah, I just voted. It'll go up on Twitter here in a second, Brandon on BBITM. Also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. So here's the issue we have run into today. Um, 7.07 in the morning, right? And Kelly Perry has not slept in the last 28 hours. That is 100% true. You did not get a nap after the show. I did not. You did not sleep for, for three blinks last night. 
there might have been three blinks, but it was one of those nights where I did not like lay down to really go to sleep till midnight just because I couldn't. Why? I got home really late. What time did you get home? Go ahead and tell me the story. Son, my son had a basketball game. Okay. Went to the basketball game. Um, waited on, came home, fixed dinner late, like at nine. Um, waited for him to get home, talked to him about everything, you know, about his day and everything. And then finally sat down to do what we do, kind of prep for the show. And then it was time to go to bed and I could not shut it down. I could not. I could not do it. What time did you begin the process? Uh, it was like twelve oh three. Dang! So it was late. Yeah, and I so and at I that was point so you so tired, <clears throat> but you have the anxiety of knowing you got to be up mm-hmm. around three forty five. Yes, so it's not that long anyway. Right. So at what point did you decide? Hey, I think I'm just going to go ahead and pull an all nighter. I never did. I kept trying to force myself. It was the most uncomfortable because I just kept tossing and turning. Because it's like you know when you're super comfortable and super tired, but your brain you just can't, yeah. and that's what it was doing. And I was out loud and. My husband doesn't know this. He still he might still be asleep right now, uh, but he was snoring, so that didn't help either. Because yeah. typically I'm asleep before he is, so I don't have to worry about a snoring. But what's he sound like? It's last night wasn't too bad. What's it sound? Some like? nights it's worse than others. Because when Leslie tells me I was snoring, it's I can't do it. I don't know how to. I can't do it. I'm sure I snore sometimes too. But so then that was, and then of course the dog started licking. There was things that happened from twelve to three thirty that just. We're silly. And finally, what time did you finally say, you know what? This is pointless. I finally just said, I'm going to just stay up and rave all night about like 2.45. Man, wild child. Because at that point, if you go to sleep and only sleep for an hour, you would never wake back up. I know you. You wouldn't be here. And that's why I didn't, because I was really nervous that I would not wake up. So, I mean, you would eventually, but just not. Yeah, that sounded a little morbid. (laughs) I mean, she's so tired. She thought she was never going to wake up again. Anyway, it's going to be a long day. It is. Do you get to go home and take a nap after the show? I think so. Oh, you don't know? I'm pretty sure I get to. I'm going to text your husband and tell him that you need something to do because you're bored. No. (laughs) You know I'm not bored. She needs something to (laughs) occupy her time, Joey, if you could send Uh her off to run an errand or two. Right. Pay a bill or two. Yeah. Maybe go file your taxes. Sure. I don't know. Something like that. So anyway, so far she's holding up okay. We'll (laughs) see how long that lasts this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, hey. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today. Thursday, February the 4th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Laura Childers of Jonesboro, who celebrates Michael Nichols has a birthday today. Tomiko Tompkins of Stuttgart is celebrating Jake Stanley from Casco. Thurman Boatman, happy birthday. We have Camille Brewington from Wynn celebrating a birthday. Lila McEwen of Stuttgart. Brandon Anderson celebrates Holly Burnett of Paragould. Cassandra Alfaro of Jonesboro has a birthday today. We have Michael Lewis from Stuttgart and Beth Ratcliffe of Wynn celebrates today as well. 
And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Hannah Godwin is 26. She was on The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise. Gavin DeGraw is 44 today. This song right here. I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be anything. Happy birthday to Gavin DeGraw, who turns 44 today. Happy birthday today to Oscar De La Hoya, who is 48, of course, a boxer. Lawrence Taylor is 62 today. Alice Cooper is 73 today. We can do some Alice Cooper. What about no more Mr. Nice Guy? No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Clean. No more Mr. Nice Guy. They say he's sick. He's a sick. I was a little scared of Alice Cooper when I was young. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Being Ozzy Osbourne uh-huh. kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> and happy birthday today to Clint Black, who is 59. I know I'm leaving here a better man Knowing you this way Things I couldn't do before Now I think I can And I'm leaving here a better man What about Desperado? That's a big hit Desperado Why don't you Come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long Want to hear a ballad with Winona? See if you remember this one. And in my mind I've left Enough to know That I can't leave you With a bad goodbye Remember it? Yes. So what about this one? When I said yeah. I do, his wife. I meant that I will till the end of all time. Happy birthday to Clint Black, who's celebrating today. Clint Black, he celebrates his birthday today.
birthday goes out to my good friend, Clint Black, who turns 59 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for having us on this morning. We appreciate you listening to us. And of course, as always, y'all, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So unless you've been living under a rock, had your head in the sand or or something like that, you've heard the story on Morgan Wallen. I can't tell you how many people I talked to about this story. Um, So the other night, he was arriving back at home, in case you don't know, and he's in Nashville, caught on a security camera from across the street from his house, where he used a racial slur, completely inappropriate, uh, and he was caught. Somebody provided that content to TMZ. We're not sure if they were paid for it or what, but anyway, it went public and big backlash on Morgan Wallen, who before that was the hottest act in country music. His album, Dangerous, the double album, which we've talked about a ton, um, had been number one on the overall Billboard charts for the last three weeks, which is something that hadn't happened in like eight years. Like streaming records, like as far as country music, he was becoming the guy very quickly. And all of a sudden, within 24 hours, it's like it's all gone. So, uh, from what we can tell, uh, the majority of radio stations across the country have pulled his music based on him using the, the word that he used. This also includes many different streaming services. The streaming services that have, um, you know, like playlists and here's a curated mm-hmm. list of songs. Some of those, all of those have taken him down. Now, some providers are still allowing you to go and seek out his music for streaming, but as far as like them trying to promote it, it's not happening. His record label, there was a big question on what was going to happen with the record label, of course. They didn't have much of an option, because yeah. if they didn't do something, they were basically condoning what he did, and nobody wants to do that. Uh, they suspended him indefinitely, which of course means a big change in income and structure and all that. And then the 2021 ACM award says that Morgan Wallen is no longer eligible for any awards with the ACMs. So the fallout continues. It's something we're continuing to track. And I think we'll continue to hear more about this over the coming days. And Morgan Wallen wasn't the only one that made news yesterday. TJ Osborne of of Brothers Osborne has come out as gay. And he opened up about it in an interview with Time that was released yesterday. TJ's 36 and he says that he's known since he was young, but he didn't tell his brother John until he was in his mid-20s. So his close friends and family have always known for several or have known for several years. But he said that it took the pandemic and long periods of self-reflection to make him realize that the perfect moment to tell the world was was never going to be here. So he decided to create that moment of his own. So he says, quote, I want to get to the height of my career being completely who I am. I am who I am, but I've kept a part of me muted and it's been stifling. Uh, TJ also shared his feelings in a video yesterday on Instagram. Here's TJ Osborne. I want to let you all know that I've gotten to know me over the years that the person you know is me. And now you just know more about me. And I think that's so important in so many ways. I know what it's going to help my relationship with my fans, with my family, and and honestly, it's, it will help my relationship with myself. And I just wanted to thank everyone for the support, and I love y'all. His brother John told Time, quote, If I had to have all of my money and success erased for my brother to be truly fulfilled in life, I wouldn't even think about it, not for a second. Wow, it's really yeah. sweet of him to say that, too. Lots of support from the country community. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know Brothers Osborne probably best from their most recent hit. Oh, my. Get to living, feeling all 
the night. All night. So, there you go. That video again is up on the blog. Also on the blog today, Thomas Rhett. He has shared a new song. Again, another one of those songs from inside his house. They're working on different music. It's him and his guitar and his messy hair. Uh, and the song is called Your Mama's Front Door. Here's a sneak peek at new stuff that Thomas Rhett has written. Marching up to it. Just barely 16, they said, be back by 10 and at 9.54. I kissed you goodnight at your mama's front door. Well, you'd sneak me in and I'd sneak you out. And we cuss that hinge being too loud. That time we broke up, I forget now what for. But I bow broke down your mama's front door. It's Thomas Red. If you want to check out the full song, it's up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. Russell Dickerson has a new song out right now called Home Sweet, and he just dropped the real, the sweetest video to go along with it. But the whole video celebrates his marriage, and the song portrays uh, Russell's real-life feelings and emotions and experiences. But basically, he has his personal iPhone. There's video clips throughout their past eight years of being married. It includes their marriage proposal to his now wife, Kaylee, their first baby, and their dream home. If you haven't heard the song Home Sweet by Russell Dickerson, here it is. Touching down from a six-night honeymoon, sun-kissed kiss, still drunk on love, went from all-inclusive margaritas in Malibu to praying we could pay rent this month. That doormat says welcome home, but I think it's wherever I'm with you. It's more than some bricks and stones. Sweets by Russell Dickerson, and the video's up now on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Vlog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is February the 4th, and today in pop culture in 1977, the band Fleetwood Mac put out this album, which was called Rumors. And there were a bunch of big hits that came from that album. You can go your own way. 77. Good year. Yeah. Another song on the album. Where's my cranberry juice? Didn't you buy a skateboard? Also on the album Rumors was this song. Today in pop culture, also in 1977, Paul McCartney and Wings released a single that I think you've probably heard before. Today in pop culture in 1978, the Bee Gees started a four-week run at number one on the singles charts. Well, 
gets really excited with the song. Today in pop culture in 2004, Facebook was launched. So it started off as as a deal where mainly it was just college students. Mm-hmm. You had to have a, a school email yep. address to get into it. So uh, today in pop culture in 2007, Prince was at the Super Bowl. He performed at halftime. Of course, he wrapped it all up with the song Purple Rain. Only want to feel, see you laughing, yeah, in the purple rain, purple rain. What a visual, too. Purple rain, purple rain. Kelly has that symbol on her back. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Isn't that what that purple tattoo is? Rain, purple rain, oh, yes. Don't it feel good? Only want to see you. See you. Can I play this guitar? So there's Prince. That's not the Prince tattoo on your lower back? Brandon, no. It's a different stamp? That year, oh my God. Today in pop culture in 2013, <laughs> Taylor Swift was number one on the country chart with her fourth studio album, Red. It featured this song right here. What? What is it? And finally, today in pop culture in 2018, Lanco was number one on the country charts with their album, Hallelujah. You know the song, Greatest Love Story. It was out in Today is February the 4th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Kelsey Ballerini has said that the first time she met Miranda Lambert, she was a little bit nervous going in. She knew she had the chance to hang out with Miranda, and they were both drinking some wine and the wine glass was right there, and it was one of those thin glasses. And for whatever reason, uh, the wine glass broke as Kelsey was taking a drink. And the glass went into her mouth and cut her tongue and her mouth and her cheek and her lip and all that. So she's standing there talking to Miranda Lambert, knowing she has glass in her mouth, is having to spit it into the cup, and she is bleeding. That's bad. So she had to rush off and try to get the blood to stop. Wow. Can you imagine in no. that moment? So pretty embarrassing. But my deal is, I was thinking about what would be the most embarrassing moment of my life? Like, what is it? What has stood out as, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened? Is there just one? No, there's that, tons that of them. sticks out? Okay. Tons of embarrassing things that I've done. Uh, I'll give you two. Okay. One of them, I thought I was, I was at an event. It was an outdoor event where there were a bunch of campers around, right? And it was like a festival event. I thought I got to a point where I was at a tree line and I had to go to the bathroom and I decided just to pee by the trees. Hmm, okay. What I didn't realize was that there were people beyond the tree oh, line. Oh, no. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> when did you realize? Oh, when they walked by. 
<laughs> oh. Talk about a moment. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like I'm into. It's a I bet long you turned so red. It's a long time ago. I told him I'd been in the was water. Was it last year? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was in the water. I was in the lake. All right, George. Uh, and then there was also a moment, and probably the most embarrassing, if I could take one moment in my entire life back. We had launched a rock station, and I was known as the pop guy, so I was trying to be cool to the rock audience. Mm, here we go. We're at a concert. The venue is you know, relatively full. I'm on stage. The spotlight hits me. And I had prepared what I wanted to say because, like, at that point, again, I was the pop guy, so I had to be cool rock guy, so I had to have some th- some thoughts kind of mapped out in my head. Of course. Which is why you never do that mm-hmm. because I had prepared material, and I got up there, and I looked out, and I saw mm-hmm. that people weren't really digging me. And this is, like, 2004. And I'm on stage, and somebody says, Brandon Baxter, you suck! <laughs> Did you start crying? Kelly, in that moment, everything I had prepared in my head was gone. <laughs> you forgot everything. Because if I was doing wrestling and somebody said, you suck, that's a compliment. When you're on stage as the host of an event, that is not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm trying to remember what I was going to say, and I can't remember it, and I start fumbling. And I know I'm fumbling in front of thousands mm-hmm. of people oh on stage. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. So finally, I'm like, hey, that was enough. You know, like, and I feel like the biggest loser mm-hmm. ever. And then our crew comes up, and we had just bought one of those catapult looking things where you could put a t shirt in it mm-hmm. and shoot it out to the crowd. But I didn't practice how to mm-hmm. use it. So mm-hmm. they wanted me to be the guy that pulls back the little gimmick and fires the t shirt off, right? So I finally, I try to get redemption. Hey, y'all, even though you think I suck, who wants a t shirt? Because at that point, people would go crazy yeah. for a uh-huh. t-shirt, right? right? And you've seen that at games. Mm-hmm. So they're going crazy. I finally, I think I have a little bit of redemption. I go back there and I pull a hold of that little slingshot thing and I put the t-shirt in there and the crowd's going nuts and I pull it all uh-uh. the way back and I let it go. But the problem was I didn't hold on to the shirt. So what happened is as I'm uh-uh. way back and I let go, the shirt falls at my feet and the <laughs> slingshot shoots air toward people and the crowd boos me again. That's bad. Probably the worst moment of my life. Do you know if there's any uh, footage of this? Oh, if anybody has it. And if you were there, you remember the moment. And then I'll never forget, I tried to throw the shirt. And I couldn't throw it. Did it Did it come unraveled? I mean, it just I, it kind of petered out and just fell in front of me. <laughs> if I could take back any moment of my life, it's that. <laughs> really? Yes. It's the worst. Wow. And I've been around you several times where you've been embarrassed. But it was humiliating because not only was I being booed, everybody saw that I was being booed. Hey, tell me I suck privately and I can probably deal with it. Tell me I suck in front of thousands. I'm not going to deal with that so well. What's your most embarrassing moment? I'm putting it up on social media. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. What is your most embarrassing moment? The moment where you wish you could go back and erase that time in your life. I got a message from our general manager. Uh Uh-oh. And he says his most embarrassing moment involves me. (laughs) That's awesome. I wonder if that was when he hired me. (laughs) You want to call him? Yes. If it's about you and embarrassing, I definitely want to know. But what if it's bad? That, that's that's what makes good radio. This is where I run the risk. I mean, I, I talked about being booed on stage and told I suck. I mean, that's pretty. And then flopping and dropping a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. All right. So our GM is 
Scott Siler. <laughs> Pretty much everybody knows him anyway. We'll see if he's going to embarrass me publicly. Let's keep our fingers crossed. All right. Here we go. I have no idea what the moment is. What have I done? What have you not? Good morning. Hey, man. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. I'm on the way to a little meeting at Arkansas State University this morning. And, no, I'm not responsible for the game in 2025. So Okay. <laughs> hey, that's a big story, isn't it? That's a great story. A lot of excitement. And, uh, man, that's a, it's a really big deal. And, and you know this from being up here so long in Jonesboro. Uh, it's something a lot of people waited a long time for. We'll have to wait a little bit longer, but the anticipation for the next several years is going to be high. It's a big deal, and kudos to all who brought that together. Hey, will you try to make sure that I get to host that game down oh. there at War Memorial? 100%. Yes. It'll be the biggest party that we've seen. I, I can't wait. Like, typically I don't get nervous anymore, but can you imagine me down there at that game? I'd be nervous. Yes. So, anyway. Oh, that's... It's going to be incredible. Can't wait. You mentioned uh, that your most embarrassing moment of your life involves me. And I'm sitting here like I'm trying to go back and remember, like, what could it be that was so embarrassing where out of your years of life, you think I was a part of your most embarrassing moment? Yeah, and I've had a lot of years. So, (laughs) um, you know, it's funny because I heard you guys talking about, you know, you always go to your first. The first thought, and I heard you guys talk about most embarrassing moment, yeah. and immediately um, I went to the night that you and I were out at, uh, I think it was Josie's in oh Wallenberg. Yeah, and uh, it was during the duck hunting season, so oh I mean God. it was packed, oh no. um, and they were doing curious. He's already turning red, oh, Scott. Oh, I know it. Oh, uh, it was um, so. You know, it, 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 it's, it's bad when you do bad karaoke anyway. And, and it's, I think, I really truly believe this is the only time I ever, ever karaoke in my life. And oh. I thought I had a new career at first. This made it even worse. <laughs> the first song, and I wish I could have the song you and I did, okay? Brandon and I karaoke And it was, I mean, people were like, whatever the song was, they were hearing more of the song than us because they really loved it. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And they were like fist bumping people and clapping. I wish I knew what song it was. Yeah, I I can't remember. It was, I think it was something Aerosmith, I, I think. And um, that that made it worse because I'm sure everybody had a lot of, you know, liquid inspiration that night, you yeah. know. And, and so they really enjoyed it. I thought, well, you know, that's not very bad. I don't consider myself a, a singer at all. So I thought, this is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so remember. a couple of people karaoke and oh. then we decided to do one more oh one and, more is always was, where you need to stop uh-huh. i'll have one more i'll do one more that's always bad it was absolutely horrible you could you could hear people <laughs> using their forks to eat their food while we did it <laughs> i honestly think i honestly think about half or two-thirds of the way through the song i think we stopped because it was oh <laughs> It was bad. I just wanted to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't want to go back and sit down. I didn't want to, and and it wasn't, and Kelly, it wasn't just that we were on a stage. We were walking around the table. <laughs> <laughs> I 
We're going all out. We were trying to get people involved, and once we yeah. knew we were tanking, <laughs> it's it's like the moment That's I was booed bad. on stage where you can't get out of there fast mm-hmm. enough, and we're like, what do we do? And then we kind of lock eyes like, boy, this really sucks. <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was bad. I haven't karaoke. I haven't even sang in the shower since then. I mean, it's just been <laughs> – it was bad. Uh, it cured me from karaoke. So I don't think I've karaoke since then mm-hmm. either. Oh my gosh, it was one of the worst moments. How many bad moments have I had in my life? Well, we're gonna have to karaoke <laughs> as soon as all this mess is over. All right, Scott, are you in for karaoke? Sure. One sure. more time. Let's in, make a in new. In front of a friendly crowd. <laughs> in front, yeah. <laughs> we had a friendly crowd until we did one more. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Never do one more. Never do it. Hey, man, I'm glad I could be a part of the most embarrassing, humiliating moment of your life. <laughs> it was pretty bad. You guys have a great day. I appreciate you guys. All right. See you, man. Too. Scott Seiler on with us this morning. He is the general manager, and yes, I was involved in his most embarrassing moment, too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Go through embarrassing moments. There was a time I thought I was peeing at a tree line and people walked by and it wasn't a tree line. There was a time I was booed on stage and booed off the stage. There was a time with our GM where I was doing karaoke and people looked at us like we were <laughs> spewing vomit. I think I just remembered mine. What is it? <laughs> when we had to um, do, we were at the rodeo. Oh gosh! And, and it was dark, and we were on the you know the dirt on the the whatever the arena was called, and I had to say I don't know one line, and I and I I said the line, you did, but it just kind of sound sounded like I might have said something else, and um, yeah. Do you remember what uh, competition you were going to have kids do? It was some kind of competition where they had those like broomstick um, horses Mm -hmm. and they had to ride the horses, Mm -hmm. but I called it, um, I forget what I called it, but when I I said it really fast, it might've sounded like I said something else and there was so many people there, but we couldn't see them because like the spotlights were on us. And I think I immediately started sweating. You did. I remember it. Yes. Because I remember going, oh, Because I kind of said we're out there, and I can I can somewhat verbalize. Stick without horses, moving. they're called stick horses. Yeah, but you you got it backwards. Yeah, you reverse the words. I said they're going to do some some horse stick races, but you didn't. But you I didn't kinda, enunciate. Yeah, I kind of ran it together, and I got real awkward real fast. Yeah, and so did everybody in the crowd because they. <laughs> They weren't really sure they wanted to be involved in that type of competition in public. That was embarrassing. I'll never forget that one either. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. That makes it more funny after my story. (laughs) Did you know the first appearance of Cookie Monster was in an IBM training film in 1967? Really? Yeah, random. That is weird. Did you know elephants grow six different sets of teeth in their lives? Really? This is the bad part. What? Once the si- the sixth ones fall out, they can die of starvation. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. Did you know that Diet Pepsi isn't vegan, but Pepsi won't say what animal ingredient ingredient it uses that keeps it from being vegan because that's, quote, commercially sensitive information. Wait, so drinks like that have animal product in it? I mean, basically, if it doesn't say vegan, then something. Ooh, I've never thought about that. That is strange. And if you didn't know, now you know. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Thanks for having us on. Today's Thursday, Throwback Thursday. And what I've done is I've posted a photo that I think, uh, if I don't make the disclaimer that this is not what it looks like today, women will be flocking their radio station. No, I get it. Um, you did. Po- you said you did post it? Yeah, so this uh, is from 1995. This is, uh, I believe this is taken. That was a great year. <laughs> yeah, in Louisville, Kentucky. If you want to see my chest oh and my stomach my and my legs. Goodness. What? Brandon. What is it? I is it good? I cannot believe you posted this. Is it a good one? Uh, define good one. Is it a good throwback? Uh, <laughs> yes. Are the ladies going to love some double B? You know, maybe, but there's one lady I'm concerned about. Who's that? It's not even the lady in the picture. What? Who? What lady are you concerned with then? Uh, your wife. Why are you concerned with my wife? Well, um, because there's a girl in the picture. Well, that and she's very, um, I don't know what. So what you're concerned about is you're concerned for my safety today. Do you think I should delete this before my wife no, sees it? I, I'm not concerned about your safety. No, you are. Cause I can tell by I'm the way concerned you're smoking. because I just want to know how your day is going to go after she sees. It. If you think I should delete yes. it, I'll just block her from my Instagram. No, for a little bit. I don't think that's the answer either. <laughs> I'm just Look, curious. I'll block her for a day. She won't even no, notice. No, I don't think that's the answer. I think that maybe when she sees it, she's just going to... I mean, do you not have a picture of yourself in that particular tuxedo outfit with your no, chest showing um, without a girl? No, I, I don't. This is just a, this is a ring shot of me in the ring with my tag team partner for the y'all night. Y'all are really close. Well, they said get together. Well, y'all did. what they... You're making me feel bad about sharing this. Let's talk about this, too. Um, is that a platinum blonde you had on your hair? Uh, that is platinum blonde. It's and very I have, icy. I have great bangs, and I have a long mullet probably down past my shoulder blades. You actually have um, a bow tie on as well. Yeah, what so, was the bow tie for? Well, I, I saw Chip and Dale's, and I thought I kind of wanted to emulate them. You know, I was 18. I, I, didn't, I wasn't a big muscled-up guy, but I also had abs and stuff because I didn't know how to eat. And I also wore Daisy Dukes. Yes, and you liked those a lot. And the, what were the knee pads for? Well, it was, it was because I was wrestling, and just in case I fell on my knees, I didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. And then I also had on this uh, jacket I found at a consignment-type shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, and, it's maroon, actually. A lot of times, you know, maroon wasn't my go-to color uh-huh. with my, my complexion and stuff like that. But the fact that it had the long tails... Kelly, I still have the jacket. I will bring it to work. I have the jacket at home. Hang on. It, will it fit? And I'm not saying half of my body. And let me ask you the last question. What's that? I know we've talked about this a lot. Uh Uh-huh. In this picture. In this picture. Is your hair real? Yes, my hair is You promise, look me in the face. And it's magnificent. Is it, you promise it's not a wig? You can't wear a wig and wrestle. It would never happen like that. If you want to see a man who is 100% simply irresistible, <laughs> you're able to go to my Throwback Thursday today and enjoy that oh. multiple different places. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you're on Instagram, same thing, Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Twitter makes everything difficult with the shorter usernames. So on Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. But again, I'm not going to be responsible when right. you ladies see yeah. this for the feelings that it gives you. Oh, wow. And he is dancing. 
if you'll comment. Oh, yeah. But don't say anything mean because he really gets upset. Huh? Why would they say something mean? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty good about this. Yeah. Thinking it's a pretty good look. I felt simply irresistible. Too sexy for your party. Too sexy for your party. No way I'm disco dancing. Come on, I feel like a model. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's your definition of model? Stern. (laughs) Stallion. (laughs) One of my nicknames when I was... Uh, You know what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, one of my nicknames. What? Listen, don't bring me into your mess. Just as fast as they can. Because every girl's crazy about a shy-dress man. Oh, yeah. There is someone that does want to know who the girl is. What? They want to know who the girl is. Who the girl is? We are not disclosing that information this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so a heads up, y'all, just in case you don't realize this, Valentine's Day is 10 days away. Uh, guys, let me give you the heads up because basically while the girls will buy something for you, mm-hmm. let's just be really honest. It's mainly about the guys spending cash. So how about this? How about I give the ultimate Valentine's day experience to somebody and the guy can walk in like he is the hero of the world, honey. I have the ultimate Valentine's day experience. You don't even have to tell her you want it. You just <laughs> win it. And then you act like you paid for it. You're so upset that you cannot enter to win. <laughs> well, somebody get Craig from the Embassy Suites on the phone. I want to see if I'm eligible to win. <laughs> I don't think you are. So it's the Embassy Suites, Jonesboro, the Red Wolf Convention Center. It's amazing. We've teamed up with them. We have this awesome, it's the ultimate Valentine's Day experience. Get this. This, this is what it includes. A one-night stay at the magnificent Embassy Suites in Jonesboro on Saturday, February 13th, plus... An elegant dinner for two, champagne, gourmet chocolate strawberries, a Valentine's Day gift, and live music from Vicky McGee. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And somebody wins all of that. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to pay for any of it. We're just going to hook you up. So if you want to win, all you have to do is be listening later on today. David the Barrel Boy will give you a keyword to text, and he'll give you 10 minutes to text. You have 10 minutes to become a finalist. Then on Wednesday of next week, we'll announce a winner. We'll make somebody's Valentine's Day ultimate. It's a great experience. If you haven't been to the Embassy Suites to see what it looks like, it feels like you're out of town, but you're in Northeast Arkansas. It does. It's beautiful. So your chance to win later today. Let me see what David says. He's going to do that today. Sometime between 4 and 4.30. Okay. So if you want Valentine's Day on us and the Embassy Suites, be ready for it. I mean, you know, love is so important to life. I can't live without your love and affection. You know, when I was younger, I was known to be quite the lover <laughs> of people, like in general. Guilty. You're an idiot. <laughs> you said I'm it. You are dumb. Lock me away inside of your love and throw away the key. Guess what? I'm guilty. 
love in the first degree. You can have your own perfect love story with us in the embassy. Brandon Baxter in the morning, Alexa, Mm-mm. play Kelly's favorite song about oh, love for 2021. That's awkward. <laughs> Sorry about that. Later today between 4 and 4.30 with David the Barrel Boy on K5. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we relive some of the most embarrassing moments of our lives. And then you make another most embarrassing moment of your life by posting a throwback Thursday today. No, that is not embarrassing. Uh, Okay. I think I look pretty good. If you haven't seen it, it's up. Um, Yeah. So I'm wearing Daisy Dukes and knee pads and combat boots and hoop earrings and my mullet and my bow tie and a maroon tuxedo coat with tails and someone did point out as well that you are doing duck lips okay all mm-hmm. of that is true mm-hmm. find out more uh, you can go to my socials and of course check out the brandon baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts kelly perry what's on tv tonight the series premiere of the head on hbo max it's the six episode survival thriller about a killer at an isolated research station in the antarctic Okay. The ninth season premiere of Impractical Jokers. Tonight's schedule also includes Walker and Legacies. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.